Welcome back to the Spin Zone. <laughs> <laughs> we actually made it past the first 10 episodes, at least recording them, which I'm actually pretty impressed by. And finally, Zed's finished editing the first one. Hmm. Critics are already liking the first 10 episodes, <laughs> getting a lot of positive reviews. <laughs> now we'll see how long it takes uh, Matthew to actually do whatever he's going to do with the audio stuff. <laughs> I mean, you can't rush art. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I was planning my first topic for the day should be like like Matthew's kind of a whore, right? Yeah. <laughs> Matthew's a motherfucking slut. But he's editing the podcast. That's why he was not here today actually. He's not editing shit. Oh. I edited everything and sent it. Dude, he's bro. doing the levels, dude. No, yeah. bro, he's just being a fucking bitch. Levels and all. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what he really needs to do, but I could tell even when I was editing the first episode like some of our voices were super loud. It's too complicated, yeah. So. <laughs> Let him do his work. Yeah. Dude, so me huh. and Parth went to see that standing table that 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 Remember, uh, we that we went to that place. Oh, yeah. okay. Ha yeah. ha. Dude, that standing table is pretty fucking cool. Oh, you liked it, or? Yeah, I you like the presets? Uh, I didn't try the presets, but mm. I felt like the controls were like it was just like a nice looking thing. Mm, it looked and it nice. It worked mm. really well. But we were kind of trying to see like if we could uh, just build like a shitty version ourselves first, mm-hmm. like a ratchet version, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you remember that video we saw months ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like a similar thing to that. Yeah, plus this guy is charging a bomb. What, 45k? What are you saying? 40, 45k for a table. But I mean, that's how much I'd expect them to charge. Like, how much is like a regular study table? Like a few thousand? It shouldn't be more than like a I good see. one. You get for like fifteen thousand, not more than that. Fifteen k, like a really a, good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. An engineering good one will be like seven k, eight k, you know. Okay. What? Yeah. I thought it'd be like two, three k. No, no. Actually, nah. the really shitty ones would be two, three k. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so seven. I mean, okay, so if an engineered wood one is like seven thousand, mm. then a proper teak wood one would be like what twelve, fourteen thousand. Mm. So then, oh yeah, he's charging us like thirty thousand yeah. extra mm. just, just for, for like the yeah. moving parts of it. Mm. This guy was uh, trying to convince us that he was designing the whole thing in India, like doing R and D for the table. Yeah, R and D. There is no way that's true. I mean, he said R and D with so much confidence, though. I was just like, I can't say anything to the man right now. But there is no way they're doing anything. For and he said, "What the centers in Europe or Sweden or something and all that." Yeah, I mean, oh. I I yeah. think he's running. I think he's a furniture reseller, so he somehow managed to import these things into India, mm. which is why oh. the massive markup is coming up. But only the that fourth fourth floor was the experimental yeah, yeah, that's floor. That's the one. Yeah, oh, that was the second floor we went to today. No, it was fourth only in the lift. It showed, but it's four floors. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's the same floor we went. Experimental to the floor, yeah. all yeah, yeah, yeah. modular. Yeah. Office. But today the manager came IoT. and showed it and all that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I don't buy the fact that he's doing R and D over here, dude. Because I was thinking, like, imagine this table costs like a thousand, two thousand dollars in the US. Mm. That's like what, say somewhere between eight to sixteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Here it's forty-five thousand, which means they're importing the whole thing in here. Mm-hmm. And the reason he's putting a markup is because he has to pay import tax. Mm. And also, where else will you get it? Yeah, I don't mm. think India anywhere else they even sell it. Mm. Mm. That's why he said two weeks for delivery and all that. Probably he'll place an order. He'll Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, he. I think he'll try to modify the table however I want, okay. like attach whatever additional yeah. attachments are there. But the rest of it, like I don't think he really knows what's going on. I feel for selling standing tables in India, no. Mm. This is the plan. If you want to become billionaire, you can follow this plan. Otherwise, do what you want. It's like you first get a lot of them ready to ship. Mm. You have it. You have the stock ready, and then no, you just have. You just need one successful ad. 
Yeah. And add that shows one kid hmm. and then he presses a button and that's like a, and then the, it, the, yeah, the table starts rising. <laughs> Be mad hype. I think then everyone will want a standing hmm. table. And only you will have the stock. <laughs> oh wow dude i was actually thinking about this like the last time we saw that video like mm. i feel like we could sell that stuff if we figured out how to make it here mm. and i mm. really don't think making it is hard yeah i don't think so i really don't think that's the, that's like the big problem but yeah like marketing will be like a big part of it marketing also dude if we get like companies to buy it it's more than enough for us why would companies buy it most of the big startups now mm. oh, want they're to all get into like the whole uh, standing table yeah. mm. thing Actually, yeah. Just get one deal from like you know these startups. You just keep like yeah. You don't need to go to B to C. Just go to like the whole. Also, at this scale, is I mean, just one startup ordering twenty. Yeah. After that, you have to count the money now. How much time that will take? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is this like the beginning of a new business? My yeah, started on the Spin Zone podcast. Twenty years from now, they'll tell no. This right now, the new Indian unicorn started. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I'm actually kind of curious to try and make like just one, like a ratchet one, hmm. because that same video we saw, like we just rewatched the video hmm. like a few hours ago. It's actually really simple, dude. Like it's not hmm. that complicated. Hmm. Like the only thing he has is that slide drawer guide, like move that piece along the path yeah. that he wants it to, and then he has an actuator, which pushes and pu- uh, pushes the table. Hmm. Which I mean, setting that up is like a piece of cake, honestly. I don't make a smaller one, like a coffee table size one. Um, why coffee table size one? Simply just smaller. The principle is the same. For yes. actually, oh, you mean this is like a test? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense actually. Don't need to build that first time. You can build something yeah, small. Yeah, actually, I can sense. just change the dimension mm. of the legs that we are going to get. Yeah, like a mm, smaller, yeah. smaller legs. Yeah. And we didn't even need like, well, it still need two actuators. See, imagine this ottoman could raise its height for different leg resting positions. Dude, we can try with a single leg one first. Oh, just one actuator in yeah. the middle. In and the middle, and then yeah, mm. we we'll have the base as those four things. But we'd still need like the L-shaped and the guide. Yeah, the that we'll need. Yeah, cross slide. But we'll do it with one leg, and then we'll do it with one leg. Mm. Talking into the mic, very important. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Actually, that video you showed us of uh, who was that? Uh, pardon my take. <laughs> that really like. made a difference for me i feel cuz i could see like the just the way they were even talking to each other it wasn't exactly the same as us like we were just hmm. screaming over each other huh. <laughs> like in the first few episodes but when there were parts where they were just they were just boys and they were yeah. they were slide back and forth you could tell how quickly that came in when they started talking about bets bets yeah <laughs> like they did not hold back at that point <laughs> yeah but with the standing table i'm just hoping part doesn't bitch out and let tell me bro i can't help you totally make it now mm. in my defense the car also i've done my bit It's on you so, yeah, now. That's pretty fair. Yeah. He did get me pretty far. Bye bye. You can do what he wants to do. Just learn. <laughs> coding. You want me to learn coding now? Sir, do. Oh. <laughs> you want me to learn coding now? What is Infosys business model? That only. Just learn off in one month and start. <laughs> learn off in one month and I get yelled I'll, at. Afterwards, I'll call Infosys. I just want to do training. Don't give me yeah. job after that. Actually, Anshul, you should tell people about your experience with Infosys. Oh, like um, what specifically? Like just, just how it was working there. Give us a zist and like a story. You okay. know? Zist. What the fuck is a zist? Oh, it's a zist. Oh, like a lemon like zest. A lemon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean the gist of it. Oh yeah. Gist. I said zist. Yeah. You said zist. Zist. Hey, these no fucking North Indians bro. I'm telling you, they don't Come know English. Oh, all my life I've been a South Indian. Refused to learn the language. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because oh, you know the language. No fucking. <laughs> Now also you're learning language because some fucking hot chick is teaching it to you. Oh. 
Who was this hot chick who's teaching it to me? You've been waiting all week, fans. Spin zone is here. It only took us like two minutes to get into it. Like fuck, we started off saying, "Oh, boys, business, karenge." But yeah, it comes. There is no Rajat is teaching me. Do you think Rajat is a hot chick? What? No, no I don't think so Rajat is not no, teaching just, you. Just letting you know, the third chick. Who ah, came to the party after you? Yeah, life, yeah. Uh, was the same chick who's teaching. Oh, so that party last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week. Uh, two days ago. Two days Sorry, ago. Two days ago. So, I mean, it's actual. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a rough COVID, bro. It's rough time. <laughs> yeah, same chick apparently. Oh, mm. that is why. Mm. Wondering suddenly how third chick came to the party. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what. Who was telling you about a third chick coming to the party? We have our sources, bro. You mean Aman and Ayan? <laughs> Don't bring them into this. They didn't <laughs> yeah. sign any non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> yeah, I'm not learning Kannada just because some hot chick is teaching it to me. Okay. Okay. I'm learning Kannada because I feel like I need to since I'm fucking living in Kannada. After all these years, suddenly okay. Mm. Okay, I'm actually learning because I got butt fucked at work for not knowing Kannada, so I decided to learn Kannada. Oh, like that. Okay. Mm. Upper management got butt hurt. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Got really badly. Anshul, why are you smiling like that? <laughs> it has nothing to do with the chick. If it has something to do with the chick, I'd have told you. I was trying hard to make a joke on because he got butt fucked, so now he's butt fucking her. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get the words. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, going back to he was going to tell us about his Infosys oh, yeah. journey. Tell us about oh. your Infosys journey. Yeah. I mean, it was my first job, so like yeah. there's a lot of emotions. Hmm. You know, first for anything is like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a sad movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know specifically what to tell. I first went to Mysore. It was damn trippy then. Hmm. There is Mysore because you had the training there. Like yeah. There. Oh yeah. They send you for four months for training, and the premise of Infosys is that. I don't care what you did before. I don't care how many years experience you have. In four months, I'll turn you into whatever it is into a coder. That is their premise. Wow. In Mysore, and then to be fair, they kind of do it, and they at least train you enough that you can work in their company. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, they're doing their job. They're doing. Yeah, their yeah. Job. Fuck, where it was mad. Mysore was kind of a trip. All the people who knew CS know they were they were kind of chilling. The class was easy for them. The rest of them were fucking staying at the fucking class at eleven o'clock now. Fucking BT it was. Man. But yeah, like Infosys was damn stressful. But I'm happy it kind of happened. It was. I needed. Sometimes need to get butt fucked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but did you enjoy working there? I enjoyed parts of it. Yeah. But throughout the entire time, there were. There was an overarching all the flaws that I that I identified in two months in Mysore. They were all they were there throughout two years. So. Okay, like what flaws? Like no one gives a shit about doing quality work. It's just yeah. What mm. ge- what gets me to the next five minutes yeah. is what is is what's enough. I feel like that's symptomatic of India though. Yeah. And I have no idea why. Like it's just nobody wants to put upfront effort. Hmm. And I got pissed off at Mysore more because Mysore campus of Infosys is world class. Okay. It is equal to foreign universities that campus. Crazy. But everybody inside is still behaving like animals. <laughs> That's when I knew this country is fucked. Mm. Why? What do you Means mean? Means you gave everything. Now what? <laughs> Infrastructure is good. Electricity is there. Plumbing is there. Food is there. Is so cheap. Good food. Open space. Community walk. Greenery. Still, you are an animal only. <laughs> How are they behaving like animals inside? They didn't get the concept of like. There's no civic sense. Oh, yeah. like you mean throwing that garbage everywhere? Yeah, just not giving a shit in general. Mm. Oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah, and also the standard thing I found out in Mysore that in India, if you wait in line, you might not know it, but you're giving consent to someone putting their dick in your ass. 
I almost got into fights with people in Mysore because of that. Time. Yeah. I'm surprised even Mysore is happy because I thought Mysore was like a very civilized, polite city. What? No, this is this. No. I am inside the Infosys campus. Okay. So, this is, these are all like fresh college students from all over India. Hmm. I only left Mysore, I mean, I only left the campus once to go to Garuda Mall in Mysore and watch Avengers Endgame. That's <laughs> all. Other than that, I did not leave the campus. Okay. So that was like what campus was like for you. Hmm. But what about like the actual work? Fuck. In campus, no. Loki, I was killing it. Okay. And I was really in the zone. I was fucking... And I was ready. I was ready to work. Hmm. Ready to get my career started. They put me in some bullshit account, dude. It was the AT&T account. Hmm. So... But the Bangalore office, no. By the hmm. time I reached there, no, they kind of were not doing shit. It was very chill. No one kind of gave a fuck. Okay. And then they were refusing to give me work. I was begging them, please uh. give me work. I was like, this is, I'm just sitting here doing nothing. I'm just reading, doing some courses. I was saying like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Just give me some work. They kept like, it was very weird. I never questioned it further, but they were just kind of bullshitting yeah. around. Then one fine day, after two months of doing this shit, I was staying in a PG that time. Uh. Fuck, in Electronic City, or oh, I also want to be scenes. Fuck. So then eventually, then my boss calls me to his office. And he's like, we, along with two other people, and he's like, you three have been let go. What? Like from this project. What? There's no more budget anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately next day itself, I got a call from the BT account. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, oh, then the BT starts. Then the BT, BT starts. <laughs> <laughs> and then my conspiracy theory is that AT&T is telecom, BT is telecom. So I think Infosys just put me in this AT&T account just to waste time so that my profile would say telecom experience uh-huh. and then send me to BT and be like, see, this is... Oh, because that's the actual main account which mm. makes a lot of money and that's the most challenging one fuck and then BT account Oof. that and all don't even know where to start where to end <laughs> <laughs> that's why I learned DevOps and all but because of this experience would you still want to join a company like Infosys again no no, no I decided never Infosys is the last service company I work for I don't want to work for a company that doesn't make its own shit. Mm. Because when you have to uh, cater to clients, mm. then they can, then you know the lowest level employees will always get butt for the clients. Yeah. So. yeah, that's actually pretty true. Mm. I'd work for Infosys in like twenty years down the line if I want to just fucking chill. No, I'll come mm. to Infosys. That's what everyone does. <laughs> Okay, but do you still want to get into the technical side? No. Or are you looking for like right now I'm, business? I'm, I want to focus on the non-technical side. <laughs> Soft skills, leadership, organization, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> handshake, confidence. <laughs> the six sigma. Six sigma. <laughs> what are the six sigma guys in thirty round? <laughs> Who knew? I don't know the name. Confidence, <laughs> handshakingness, <laughs> yeah. and play hard. <laughs> Dude, you know what's really ironic? Yeah. I feel like the higher up you go in business, huh. the more this stuff starts to matter. Exactly. And the less like technical skills start my mind. Exactly. Yeah, it's so weird. My dad has been telling me this since I was a child. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you know, it's how you say it. He's been telling me this. I I believed him. Hmm. And now I know him. I know yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, knowing and believing mm-hmm. definitely like a big difference. 
like this is something even i've just recently started like really understand mm. like i think i was telling you this the other day mm. how like at a certain level it just turns into politics again ha huh, yeah mm. yeah like it just it all comes just down to perception like how people see you not even like what you're actually doing mm. it's almost irrelevant it just comes down to like how people see you what they think of you whether they think that you are doing the kind of work okay. they want you to be doing mm. one thing that really gave me perspective now is that my my da- while i was bitching and moaning about enforcers and how everything is fucked everything is late every deadline is screwed up he told me that like he's like 56 now 57 he was telling me that in his company there's one huge account it's like multi million dollar account to build something and like the people who are in charge of getting it done and all that they were just holding their dicks for like one year mm. and then towards the end they the contractor who was supposed to build it around they said we're not doing it wow and like it's just hanging hmm. like a multi million dollar thing is just hanging like that if and he's getting beat because of that so i was thinking oh my god if this is happening to you at your level hmm. means yeah, i just yeah. have to get used to this hmm that was a huge enlightening thing plus i think here people don't willingly ask for more work is because even if you finish your work in that 9 to 6 if you're doing that much and you know just going vlogging or mm. going home people feel like you're not doing enough work dude yeah the guys who sit there from morning to like 11 in the night even mm. they don't do shit exactly. they still get like more yeah. oh you know this guy sat like 11 mm. in the night and all that so why then you just mend your way to that you're like you know what fuck it mm. i'm not going to ask for more work even if i do finish my work i'm not going to tell them yeah i'll tell them at some 11 in the night i'll send a mail out oh now i finished my work here is this thing they appreciate you more dude in enforces if you ask for more work and start doing more work you will die <laughs> you will one day just commit suicide what i swear to god because they just keep giving <laughs> they'll keep giving you they don't have any shame bro uh-huh. they will just keep giving you giving you they'll not give a fuck that you're falling sick mm. mental health nothing work is getting done they'll keep putting it your way but uh, every month uh, hr will send one mail all about mental wellness and all in oh, this thing okay <laughs> hr and everybody who's an hr can fucking kill themselves <laughs> quote me on this podcast <laughs> dude it's crazy how universally hated hr is <laughs> like nobody likes hr fuck just unattractive like unskilled dumb lawyers basically <laughs> actually i feel like people who work in hr are pretty attractive hmm. or they're supposed to be because i think they're supposed to be well liked hmm. like that's the that's the whole, that's, that's the whole job, job right oh i didn't think that's why there was Uh, yeah, I kind I kind of have some association of them being attractive, but I assume it's because, like, those are the kind of people who spend their whole life being popular and hot. I mean, sure. And so they have no skills, and mm, now they're yeah. in HR because yeah. they're attractive. Yeah. Mm. No, but that's their skill. I mean, being attractive to for them is the skill. And being mm. likable by everybody, like everyone yeah. should be. But like then there are also HR people who are there's not. I'm looking at them and then I cannot tell anything positive about you. Yeah, that's why a, are they working? Yeah, that's, that's a bad. A bad that's <laughs> yeah. a bad employee. That's somebody who's just bad at their job. But they all are in HR. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, most people I've worked, I've met in HR are also pretty unlikable. It it, it feels enough. like they're all people who cannot do anything else. Mm. Who cannot do anything else? Nothing else pays as good as an HR For and has an equivalent you. amount of stupidity mm. allowed. I mean, can't you say that about like most most manager level jobs as well? Yeah. Most mm. can you or can you not? I'm actually kind of curious to know this. The thing is, in a manager level, there is accountability. That like something is getting done. No, but HR is the same. No, but I mean, what are they getting done? Um, 
their work the stuff they have to get done mm. that really gets their paycheck going i feel they get done in like 3 hours a day and the rest of the hours they coming up with a flyer for some potluck of some kitty party and some rangoli yeah that's that's what in my that's a job yeah. yeah that's actually a job <laughs> yeah dude i don't know i kind of have like a different perspective here though because mm. i've realized like most jobs they only have like actually like 2 to 3 hours of work involved in them unless mm-hmm. you're working in some extremely high manual labor kind of job mm-hmm. which nobody none of us are today yeah no but the thing is that 2 to 3 hours also is just making flyers bro what else well, no hr is responsible for hiring no so hiring also now the thing is most of it is outsourced really they will be getting the profiles with like mm-hmm. a first round of interview anyway Now what an HR would do is probably just take like a five minute interview saying, "Oh, what's up? You know, what's your name? What's mm. your salary expectation?" Give it to the technical panel. What does HR do there? Then? It just comes back to him for salary salary negotiation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the HR is not really like you know even filtering mm. out the candidates. Even Infos is the biggest organ firm. I only had one interview, mm. and the people it was at the university where they did the tests and all mm. that. and it uh, it was not an HR guy. It was probably like three four levels below that mm. person. He just spoke to me for five minutes. See? Yeah, I guess I'm just comparing this to the, the HR we have at work, and yeah, like they're not great. Like mm. We barely know what they're doing. Mm. Yeah, I kind of get what you mean, but even other jobs, I feel like most of it is just like two to three hours of actual work. Dude, I feel like the rest of it is just like posturing and playing politics and just trying to like get along with other people. No, politics is work. Yeah, nothing gets done without that. I can hire a monkey to fucking ask somebody hey what is your experience. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Getting through bureaucracy, red tape, fighting with the like bullshitting the client and your own boss about what needs to get done and mm-hmm. so that something gets done rather than us just holding our dicks. All that is part of skills. It's part of the job. Fuck. Feel like I just need to exit the workforce then, dude. Mm. Like I just that shit sounds so. Or actually, they should have classes in college that prepare you for this. Mm. They should have two three classes where you just have conversations and you try to do some menial tasks with people, but then there are plans. Like the professor and your other teammates are like retards. <laughs> like it should be. Yeah, like you ask a question and they'll blab some nonsense. Mm. Yeah, your professor should not answer emails for like month. <laughs> wow. They should prepare you. What will be like. <laughs> Mm. I mean, do you enjoy those aspects of work though, like the whole politics and the fighting with red tape and? Oh no, I hate that. I don't know. I dislike it. Okay. I just feel like maybe we, I've just never experienced what it's like to work in like a really well-run organization. I associate all this bureaucracy and red tape to be uh, a side effect of scale. Yeah, sure. I agree with. Yeah. That. So mm. I just you have to think about like okay, you know. This project enforces is doing only a company sufficiently big could do, mm. and so working on it, the caveat is that I have to deal with these inefficiencies with big companies. Mm. But you said you'd never go back and work for a company like Infosys. No, because they don't have they don't do anything themselves. They just they're just sucking other people's dick like mm. for for less and less money every year. Yeah, dude. Actually, that's like a big thing for like Infosys's business model. Hmm. That their costs are gonna keep going up, and their margins are always gonna continue going down. Dude, you know the fuck? Sh- BT, the company that's BT is the company in UK. That's the main company. Hmm. It's their version of Airtel or whatever you want to call it. The one in India is just a 
it's it's like an offshoot it's not the mm-hmm. real bt mm-hmm. they are just indian people who have come together made like an offshoot thing then they've taken poris away from that uk account mm. and then they're hiring infosys accenture tcs wipro all these other companies under them to get get it done yeah they only have 200 employees and they're doing millions in business hmm that's the that cent- center they would have made here yeah right? it's that's it's it, in yeah. uh, where is it dude belandur okay where uh-huh. i was going rmz ha uh-huh. yeah so like they call these people and then that's the worst part they make the the vendors fight with each other because now they have access to everyone, no? everyone so everyone has to keep undercutting themselves mm. infosys can't say anything no no we have to keep this client no yeah i mean it feels like those kind of jobs are going the same way as manufacturing that's what made me want to quit because it's a systemic level fuck up nonsense mm. going on yeah also it felt like neo colonialism right bt british telecom is giving money to all these indian vendors and making them fight amongst each other <laughs> Dude, honestly, I feel that we are a lot to with mm. the way things are done in India. Like even in manufacturing, I have the exact same impression. Like mm. you can literally see like brands like H and M trying to start shit between different manufacturers, mm. and they're always like, "This guy is giving it to us for this price, twenty mm. percent ah, yeah. less." Exactly. Why don't you? Why don't you do the same? And like, I really don't know if. Well, okay, colonialism ended in India, but I don't know if it really like ended. Ended, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, that's why it's neo-colonialism. Oh, that's why it's called neo-colonialism. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So like, even with like the older generation, I can see like sometimes they're just they are kind of like not afraid of white people, mm-hmm. but like almost in awe of them. Yeah, they they give them more respect. Yeah, than, than way too many fucks they yeah. give yeah. white yeah. people. Yeah, they give yeah. way too many fucks to white mm-hmm. people, which mm-hmm. I assume is just because they were in, in they lived in India for like last fifty sixty years mm-hmm. when like white people were held up as like the image of what you wanted your life to be mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Whereas now that's really changed. For me, it was just more of like look at their country, look at our country. Like let's when we ask him some questions. Uh no because it's not just about the US it's just hmm. like white people in general. Gender, yeah. Okay. Hmm. It could yeah. be any white dude. Hmm. So you can definitely still see like the clouds of like colonialism hanging over India hmm. even now. I feel hmm. It's also fucked in that way Indian people are racist towards black people. Yeah. Because a black American dude can come here and get treated like absolute shit. Dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that they do. It's yeah. actually kind of nasty how racist Indian people yeah. can be. I don't know why they are trying to sit here and give American shit for racism yeah. when Fuck. India is easily the most racist country. Dude, India's racism in North and South only, dude. Yeah, in, in North Indian people are extremely racist, racist to South Indians. Dude, even now I can go to North India, ask ten people. Mm. Out of ten, at least eight will say South India just Madrasis. That's it. Yeah, they won't even know there's such a big place mm-hmm. here, but like you know, Madrasis. Yeah, that's how they know all of South all India, South like India. all four states: Kerala, mm, I've heard about this stereotype. Andhra and Tamil Nadu. Mm. They're all Madrasis. Well, that's how fucked it is here, bro. The funniest kind of people, and I know a lot of them, is like Indian American people, like first generation mm-hmm. Americans whose parents are Indian, like bitching and moaning about racism, and how America is a systemically racist country. From origins, like these kind of claims. Oh my god! It's like, why don't you ask your fucking parents? <laughs> like, what you don't know shit. You don't know what racism is. First generation Indian Americans. Yeah, so like their the parents immigrated to America born, and they yeah. are born here. They are born in America. America. In the US. Yeah, they are mostly liberal, and uh, in college age, you can imagine what all shit they're blabbing. No, they're mm. blabbing shit like this only. They've gone super woke. But are they trying to say India is not a racist country? No, it's just like they they talk like as if America is India. 
Oh. That is my issue. Hmm. Okay. I I can't really blame them that for that though because they've never been to India. They don't know anything about India. Which pisses me yeah, off. Like that, you're that you are in the best place, and you don't have any perspective. And this thing, you're not saying that America there are racists. They're not hmm. saying that. They're saying America is racist. The concept of America is racist. Oh. This country is is the source of racism. Whoa! Like these kind of claims. <laughs> like white people, white Americans invented slavery. Like white Europeans, are, you know. <laughs> Man, these people really need to watch like a porn ad. <laughs> you, you remember oh. the porn ad we used to see as kids? Oh, the one that chick is dark. Oh yeah, <laughs> where the soap just touches the face. Yeah, and then the yeah. This becomes white. And yeah, they'll show you like shade Dude, variations. That was that was a fair and lovely. Era. Oh yeah, yeah. Por- you know, fair and lovely was by porns. Oh yeah. Or was it by Lakme? Porns. Yeah, no, no, porns. <laughs> so, a sub-brand of porns was fair and lovely. Never said out loud. Porns sounds yeah. so porns. funny. Yeah. <laughs> porns. What's <laughs> a porns on now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, dude, that was so fun. But they had a disgusting ad, dude. But even that Ghani ad, that slut Priyanka Chopra, fucking. Oh wow, oh, Mr. Zed, like. Oh, fucking. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck Priyanka Chopra, fucking. Personality and all is horrendous. Uh, horrendous. Yeah, I don't remember her. I remember Shah Rukh Khan doing an ad for Fair and Handsome. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fair and Handsome. And Fair and Handsome yeah. was just like the whitening skin for men. Yeah, yeah. dude, it was bleach. Oh, it was yeah. like yeah. a very yeah. mild, mild form, form of bleach. bleach. Can you believe that? So it's not removing my melanin. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it fairens up your skin somehow. Yeah. Bro, I don't know. Bro. Essentially, it's bleach. No, like I've I've means. heard that people who who use those products, their skin doesn't just look fairer. It looks um, lighter, paler. Yeah. Like unhealthy. Oh. Uh. It looks thinner also. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thinner skin. I mean, they must be literally removing layers of your skin. Then. Shit. Oh, that's fun. But uh, I mean that is one thing. The other thing is like even growing up, I just remember, especially when it comes to women, unfortunately mm-hmm. in this country, they are expected to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if they are dark skinned, it's like oh, like get. There's fun. a different vibe in a conversation when it comes to them. Yeah. Like people don't talk mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah, it's kind of nasty, dude. Mm-hmm. Because I remember my own mom doing that while growing up. Mm-hmm. At least like the three of us are boys, so she yeah. give her shit and then we'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, uh-huh. what do you want me to do? I already went and played in the mm-hmm. sun. But when it came to girls, it'd be like, oh, she's dark. Mm. Yeah, dude, fuck. Yeah. And even when they talk about like um, chicks who are like of marriage age, mm. they'd be like, she's fair. Dude, yeah. my grandma even now, she's like, she oh, that, yeah, yeah, if whoever you're gonna get married to, make sure she's beautiful and she's fair. Mm. Like, I'm like, what? Because the brown ones are evil. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. This fuck too. I became sensitive to that because with musket, even guys also got thought a beauty for getting being brown and all. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. From because who? there was in musket, there was this weird uh, sort of status quo where all the laborers and all are like South Indian, mostly Malus, mm. and the cleaners and the janitors and maids and all that. Oh, okay. Whereas the people there are from everywhere. Mm. So especially like North Indians who are who are in the Middle East, they got this impression that like. South Indians, Malbaris, like mm. this is how we see them. This With is their Malbaris. Th- yeah, okay, they used to use the word Malbari like the N word. Oh my wow! Yeah, I still remember one. This fuckface's name, Pawan Talreja. Okay. He was in my class, like not in my class. He was older huh. than me. He was in my bus in my colony. Like, he was one of the most racist fucks, dude. When he was young. What? Yeah. I think it should be racist. Like, like the way that the, he would speak was like, dude, I was walking and like this fucking Malbari guy banged into me, bro. I was like, what the fuck? He touched me and like, like that. They're what? Yeah. What? Dude, like that is janitors fu- and all that. That's that kind of messed time. up. That's fucked up. What? 
Yeah, but I don't want to give them too much shit because even South Indians are like that. Not really, dude. Yeah? Dude, not, not as really. bad as North no, Indians. No. Honestly, like I'm telling you as somebody who's oh. lived in India's entire life. Damn. Yeah. South Indians are bad. I'm mm. not going to say no. But like nowhere close to as bad yeah. as North Indians are. Like the way North Indians talk about some shit is just straight up disgusting. See, you in South India, you'll find more like, you know, see with the whole Karnataka and Tamil fight. Mm-hmm. It's more of like the Kaveri thing and they're... Kannada is older than Tamil, Tamil is older. Uh-huh. They, they will never be racist to each other. Like, they won't be like, color is a thing. Okay. Oh. But North Indians would have always have that. North mm-hmm. Indians always do that. Yeah. I think some of them even take pride in the fact that they're fair. That they're yeah. fair oh, I can totally imagine that. That's, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember when this one friend, I was in Delhi to stay with him for a few days. And we went to his... Uh, he had this home in the hills in mm. some area called Na- Ramgarh, which is mm. in Uttarakhand. Mm. Just like a maybe like a few hours drive north of Delhi. Mm-hmm. So we when we were there, I kept pulling him out to go like outside and chill and it was hot. Mm. So when we got back, I remember his mom specifically pointing out that, you know, you've spent so much time in the sun and your skin's gotten darker. Mm. And I oh was just like, what God. the fuck, dude? Like it will wear off in like a mm. week, chill. And this man looked like he needed like some oh. exercise in life. <laughs> but yeah. Dude, in my school, all the girls would play indoors during PT. Wow. I mean, it's musket though. It's just hot. Dude. Yeah, that also. In my yeah. school, there's this guy, my classmate mm. called Chubham Sood. Yeah. This guy is like uh, from Delhi. Fair as hell. Mm-hmm. Dude, he used to not come out and play in, in the sun. Because like, dude, no. You know, I need to stay like this. I'll dude, I hated, I, I hated people like that. Yeah. Especially like these super fair chicks, like Kristen Stewart in Twilight yeah. type <laughs> fair. Those chicks, they they will act like those, they're vampires. Like the sun yeah. will kill them. I used to piss me out. Like, who the fuck do what? Dude, but you know what? I can't even blame them because they're just protecting something that they know is valuable to the world. Hmm. They know they'll get value for fair skin. Hmm. And they're just like... Yeah, I suppose it's just like I'm pissed off that it's unfair. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. Hmm. But I feel like most people protect whatever they think they have, hmm. which is which the world consider valuable. Like, whatever it is. Like, if some chick has like long, luscious hair, hmm. she'll never cut it off. Yeah, I feel like some chicks were like even that even like that about food, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like if they were praised for being skinny, mm-hmm. they just mm. never eat. Okay. Hmm. Oh, they don't know it's racist at that age. Okay, I mean, you at that age, everything like I'm I bringing up, you. I mean, they're all everyone I'm talking mm. about is a child. Yeah, yeah so you can explain everything <laughs> away just by saying that, bro. They were like twelve. Yeah, yeah. How could they possibly have known? Hmm. If I meet Pawan again, I'll give him a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what are most of your friends from Muscat even doing now? A lot of them, especially the ones slightly younger than me, they've all gone to Europe. Oh. There was this huge shift. Okay. All the batches before me and my batch went to US. Okay. Now they've all started to go to Europe. Because it's easier to immigrate. Yeah. Getting more BT in US now. But in which countries in Europe are you going to? Germany, <laughs> France. Uh other than that oh one guy one one mallu guy went to sweden whoa that was damn man. trippy you know bro sweden kind of sounds miserable to live in though, dude six but i heard months. it's beautiful bro it's supposed to be beautiful but yeah. can you imagine six months without the sun it's chill bro stay inside yeah oh <laughs> and 
nah dude i yeah. i'd honestly just be depressed i think yeah mm. i think i'll fall into depression if yeah, i don't see the sun for a while actually yeah. Yeah, could be 6 months without the sun i'd easily it's neighboring country uh-huh. plus it'll be so isolated like you won't find yeah. that's very less, very few people there right huh? yeah. you go to hensing i'm go to the capital what's the capital city stockholm stockholm yeah what there far away only guy will be there <laughs> i mean it won't it won't be as packed as india yeah it'll be the other polar mm, few things are <laughs> it'll be it'll be the polar opposite no like there's countries that are really packed like india uh-huh. there are countries that are not packed at all like sweden really? and there's countries in between okay i agree with you but i don't think sweden is like that sweden is i think the big cities will be packed only yeah 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 I I don't know I've just gotten the the impression I have of Sweden is that it's just like a cold place not just yeah. in terms of temperature but mm. even in terms of like society. Yeah. That's when I Oh that's yeah. Finland. Oh that's Finland. Yeah. See I listen to a lot of music from this area. Okay. So okay. I've gotten into a little bit of the sub of the stereotypes. Okay. Like Swedish people are like the stereotype that they use in Scandinavia is they're very upper class very snooty snobbish types. Okay. And then Finland is like their language also is different script slightly. Swedish. No, Finnish. Huh. Swedish so, and I think Norwegian are sort of similar mm. but then Finnish is a completely different script it sounds mm. also completely crazy compared to the rest and there it's like more cold very anti-social like two people who are waiting at a bus stop they're waiting on opposite ends of the bus stop like oh that. my god yeah. that, that, that those, like those are the stereotypes about Finland I'll die yeah, yeah I'd die in that place dude I think I'm just too used to living in a place like India hmm hmm Yeah. Yeah, like even in the US like I feel like the further north you go, the more society just reflects the weather. Mm. Okay. Especially in the colder seasons. I feel like in tropical areas people are just like more loud, mm-hmm. more aggressive. Mm. And just I I honestly feel like they're just more open. Go to a hockey game in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has this Canadians have this big they're like oh they're very polite they keep saying sorry it's like ah their team loses one game you see what happened <laughs> Yeah I mean yeah I just don't know if I'd have to live out sort of winter if I'd live in a place like Sweden Finland Sweden. Yeah. Ah Finland is not it's not exactly destination no no <laughs> Yeah you, but you said you'd prefer to live in the US right US If the immigration didn't suck ass, I would prefer US, obviously, but mm. close second is Canada. Yeah. Mm. Part two. Never thought of it, though. Honestly. Fuck, I feel like I asked you this question once before, and you said the US. Like you'd no. have to go back there. No, I definitely. Like I didn't want to come back from there, obviously. Yeah, because I was having oh, a really yeah. good time. But mm. now I don't know. Now I'm like. Would you be cool immigrating to a country if you were isolated to a city? Like, for example, this country doesn't speak English. Mm. Culturally, it's very different. Mm. But the city next to the capital city is damn multicultural. Booze, everything is there. Everyone speaks English. So, would you go to that city? Would you immigrate to a place like that? I mean, the weather is nice. It's yeah, yeah nice all that is fine. Yeah, all that is fine. Yeah. Nightlife is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah why wouldn't you? I mean because that's an interesting concept no because like you could you could aim for a state or a city rather than a country. Hmm. Yeah, but that is, I think that's something only the US can pull off. Because so many different shit is there. Mm. Yeah, mm. and also because it gives the state so much autonomy over the center. Hmm, but also. Yeah, I mean other countries like I don't know like uh, other countries are just too small to have cities be that vastly different from each other. But how is Australia? Nah, bro. Shit varies a lot. Even in, even in like UK, cities are pretty different. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like London is like the one big exception to everything in the UK. Mm-hmm. But other cities, I imagine, are like pretty similar. No, like Manchester has a different vibe to London. Mm-hmm. Liverpool has a different vibe to the other two. But you wouldn't necessarily go live in like, let's say, well, Liverpool, for instance. Yeah, Liverpool. There's no kid. I don't give a shit. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, would you go live in Manchester either? Because that's a like a really working class city. Because of United, I don't want to live there. Uh, but you can't use United in this because that's oh, one thing. Old Trafford got bombed. Okay, there's no <laughs> yeah, Old okay. Trafford got bombed. City, city is blue. What to do? Yeah, uh, leave football aside. I mean, it's there's no fine. reason to live in Manchester apart from that. It's chill. It's a big metropolitan city, dude. Lot no, but it's like a really working class city. Not. I mean. They do. Maybe that was the case hundred years ago. You know, it's not a working class city today. I think I mean, it could be that vibe might be there, uh-huh. but I don't think it's like everyone's blue collar and all that shit. Like, okay. The office UK could take place in Manchester. Like you wouldn't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how is Australia as a place? It's lit, dude. I have family there. You do? My uncle. My eldest uncle hmm. on my dad's side, he's settled there. They're, oh yeah, they're sitting still also now. Oh, so it's damn shy. I visited them also once in eleventh standard. It was nice only, but it's kind of like a mind fuck, dude, because their seasons are opposite. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. They're upside down. <laughs> so Christmas is in like it's hot as fuck mm. during Christmas. No, but everybody who's gone to Australia has always liked it there. I think. Hmm. Mm. But their immigration has, I think, gotten tough now. Yeah. Now it's tough. Mm. Earlier it was like a piece of cake to get through. Oh. Yeah. Why do they? Why is it become tough now? Because there's too many Indians. Who yeah. Got there. Yeah. All, brown, got all brown skin and all that. Who wants that? I think <laughs> it got tough specifically for Indians that too. Mm. Oh. And I think a lot of them had complaints about racism from Indians. Oh. I thought Indians got a lot of racism there. Uh no. I mean, I remember. Well, okay. This was Reddit. To in all fairness, mm-hmm. but I feel like uh, I remember there being a post on the New Zealand subreddit mm-hmm. um, about. This girl putting up a post about how she just felt creeped out by the Indian guys at nightclubs in New Zealand, probably in Auckland. I want to say. Oh, uh, so that's not really. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, like not, one dude. That's not race. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't one dude. According to her, at least. No, no, I believe it's not one dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not strictly like the racism part of it. But I know even in Australia there were people complaining that uh, Indians were causing issues for them, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know if they were being racist towards black people or not, or towards the aboriginals. They probably were. No, I I was gonna say like Indian people are pretty racist towards aboriginals. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I feel Indian people. It's not skin color is their part of it, but they measure the success of your civilization, and then they they treat you based on their perception that way. Mm. Mm. Dude, fuck! I had this uncle who moved to the US recently. Mm. He before he left, we were just talking about the. I think that was when the whole Black Lives Matter thing mm-hmm. was going uh-huh. on. He used the N word with a hard R. What the fuck? With a hard R. He didn't use it like a rap huh. song N word. Yeah. He used it like a policeman N word. Like get oh. that guy out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, I think he was moving to Texas. Oh. oh. For sure. Makes sense though. All yeah. these goddamn liberals like Joe Rogan and Tom Segura and a slut wife, Christina P, come into my state. It's not how we do it around here. But I stand there. Yeah, man. But, but, but yeah. how is New Zealand as a place? New Zealand is supposed to be super nice. It's crazy. This yeah. Mordor and all is there. What is that? Mordor. <laughs> they shot Lord of the Rings there, man. 
No, but New Zealand is supposed to be super nice. Like, yeah. it's supposed to be very clean. Mm. It's like a giant big. Pacific Northwest America. Oh, actually, that's, that's almost mm. exactly like the perfect mm. description for New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, like the cities are populated, but not like super packed. Mm. Immigration is reasonable, I think. Uh, I th- but I think agriculture is the biggest industries too. Okay. You've seen a fucked version of Seattle on Last of Us, no? Yeah. Yeah, Seattle is like that area of America. Huh. I associate New Zealand to look like that. Okay. Oh, okay. Seems nice. Hmm. Yeah, New Zealand might be a nice place to live in. Yeah. Oh yeah, Australia is becoming too much of a little bit nanny state right now, no? Why? I think they're they're. Prohibitions and the rules they're putting right now during COVID, mm-hmm. they're getting a lot of flack. Like it's too much. Yeah, what do they do? I can't give you an example, but I can make one up that gives the vibe. Okay. No, but the Australian government made it a mandate to get the vaccines. No, hmm. that's that's one of the most. Yeah. I think we discussed that yeah. earlier on mm. previous episodes. Was so that what you were talking about? More shit, like specific thing. More like more stupid things, like like a guy. I don't know. He. The stereotype that they they put on UK, mm. where it's like, hey, you have a license to breathe over here, like that. <laughs> it's like Australia getting more like that. Holy mm. shit! Crazy. Hey, like you're taking a piss in the river and all. Like, hey, where's you? Know, let me see your pissing license. In this river and all, where is your? <laughs> okay. But I mean, I, I guess Australians are happy with whatever's going on in their country, mm. though. The ones on Reddit aren't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Australia's getting a lot of shit on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how so many countries are turning more and more authoritarian. It's a response to globalism, no? Why is it a response to globalism? That didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Response to I don't think they're getting authoritarian. They're getting more like race populist. Race populist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what you were describing about Australia is authoritarian. Yeah, but I think the people they're electing, they're electing for other reasons, and they happen to be this way. Oh, so you're so saying like authoritarianism and like race populism is going hand in hand. Yeah. Okay. But on the other hand, this COVID thing, mm-hmm. I think the authoritarians when it comes to COVID are clearly the left-leaning people. The authoritarians when it comes to COVID, COVID are, are like on the left. People. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so weird, dude. Yeah, everybody I know is like super authoritarian about their COVID stances are all left-leaning. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the reason is because the left is the par- is the, is the party that's for science, right? Especially in America. Mm. Because the Republicans told science to fuck off. You know, I'll hump my Bible instead. <laughs> but then, so then the left became the party of science. Like, we believe in global warming because we are the scientific part. Like, we trust scientists. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, Australia kind of sounds like a fuck place to live in, man. Hmm. Also, that ozone layer, I don't think they fixed that. Yeah, I don't yeah, think they're going to they be fixing yeah, that anytime soon. They're not going to fix that. They can't fix it over. I don't yeah, know. I, I, Can I they know. fix it? I I remember reading somewhere in like school that if we stopped using like CFCs, the ozone layer would repair itself. I, st- oh, I, st- I stopped. Like, uh, do you guys stop? <laughs> I never used. <laughs> No, Whoa. <laughs> what do you mean you never used you fucker you used a fridge at home no no never <laughs> sorry yeah, I forgot about how you used to like keep your food cool just by breathing on but it his, <laughs> but his mom has blood on her hands yeah <laughs> you only stabbed this guy in <laughs> yeah. yeah I remember reading something about how 
it might fix itself if we all stopped using CFCs, which mm-hmm. is why there was a huge push for like CFC-free refrigerators and air conditioners. But I have this sneaking suspicion that they didn't do anything. Yeah, I don't think they that should. That the ozone layer is still getting fucked. But no, yeah, I, I thought it was getting better. Talking about I thought it was getting better. Where did you hear? Yeah. This colloquially, like you know, people on the street, like, "What's up, dude? <laughs> what about Australia, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I never heard anything about. Yeah, that. the vibe I had was all this is true, and it was getting better. Like it's. Okay, chill. that's not the vibe. I think I it's getting worse. Yeah, the vibe I got was that we did all these things to fix it, uh, but none of those happened, things actually yeah. fixed it. Which means people were just running around saying it's CFCs causing the ozone layer to be destroyed. Hmm. It's just like yeah, yeah. And is it the only hole in the ozone? Is there anybody anywhere else that? That's the biggest one in the ozone layer, the one above Australia. There's mm-hmm. one even above Arctic Circle or Antarctic Circle. I'm not sure. One of those two. I think yeah. above Arctic. Probably one of them has like a massive hole in the ozone layer. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Greenland's in a lot of trouble. Yeah, dude. See, actually, this is like I know you said that the left is the party of this of science. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Let's all just calm down. <laughs> okay, it's supposed to be the <laughs> yeah. party of science. I just I feel like what the science actually says and what like. popular narrative about what the science says is just two diametrically opposite things you know if I mean? science says that my dick is small i'll be like no that's how the left works if science says something it doesn't agree with their politics they'll be like no it's like it's actually this no 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 that that paper actually we'll do research in this paper now this, <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucked paper as you can see yeah oh okay so science is whatever left says science is whatever they are saying they are claiming is scientifically backed Yeah, but none of them have read anything. Okay, yeah. just uh, their science is like science with a capital S. Oh, it's like <laughs> science. Yeah, okay, okay. It's not like science. <laughs> <laughs> the stereotype of a leftist is like if a scientist tells to suck their own dick, they'll remove their ribs and suck their dick. What the fuck? Scientist told me what to do. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And the opposite is like Republican. The Republican Party, mm. unfortunately. If a doctor says, "Hey, listen." Don't jump off that bridge. Like what? What do you mean? Yeah. I thought this is America. <laughs> I jump if I whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> they'll jump. They'll kill themselves. Mm. Their family had the burial also. He was a rebel. He's <laughs> <laughs> a renegade. No one thought like him. No one thought like him. Damn. 